I'm in black on day who knows what day it is of South by Southwest music, and I'm here with Heather West for Chicago Made Illinois Entertainer and Dynasty Podcast. Heather West of Western Publicity. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. You know, you are someone who we've been emailing for years. You've set up a million interviews for me, which has been great, but we've never really gotten to like just sit and do a face-to-face casual chat like this. I'm really happy that we get to spend some time with you here at South by. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. I'm really glad we could too. Yeah. So today, um, you know, South by Southwest 2015, you have a mentor session you're doing today, right? Is this the first year you've done one of those or have you done mentor sessions here at the festival um, previously? I have. I've been a mentor on and off probably for 20 years now. A lot of times what I do here is um, either moderate a panel or sit on someone else's panel. And this year we were planning to do a continuing education segment, but scheduling-wise it would have had to happen before I arrived in Austin. So we canceled that and did the, and I signed up for the mentoring thing instead, which is cool because it's, you know, Anybody who's registered at South By can go through all the mentors and figure out who might be able to help them in one way or another with advice, sign up, and get free advice from professionals in like every walk, basically, of, of you know the music industry life, from radio promoters to managers to um, you know uh, media people. It's just all sorts of people that they can reach out to and get information, get advice. What is it about being a mentor at South By that's, you know, so appealing to you? You know, what's the best part about it? And what kind of experiences have you had where you're meeting with people? You don't know who you're meeting with, you know, uh, before they come, I assume. And you're just kind of like offering them some insight into, I would imagine, being a publicist. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times people want information about how they should, um, if they can't afford a publicist, how they should present themselves. And so I feel like, you know... I don't, I'm not territorial at work. There's enough work to go around, and, and I don't mind sharing information. To me, nothing's proprietary. You know, if I can give somebody a contact that will help them, if I can look at their bio and tell them what's wrong with it, I'm not like, oh, that was an invoice I could have gotten. Like, to me, it's just a way of sharing. Uh, other people shared with me when I was young, you know, so I feel like we should all share with each other. You know what I mean? Like, I never look at it as like, oh, I'm giving away, you know, information that people should be paying me for. I look at it as just something that we as a community should do for each other. Um, But when you mentor, it's like you never know what you're going to get. I could get a band manager. I could get a kid. I could get, you know, sometimes it's just really, really kind of off base. I've even had, like, graduate students who are doing dissertations, and they come in and they have questions for you, and you have no idea what happens to all that after it's over. But it's fine. Yeah. You know, it's all good to me. So, you know, you said you've been doing this about 20 years. Is that how long you've been coming to South By? Well, I'm actually from Austin, and I started my career here in concert promotion when I was about 18. So I was at the very first South By. I've been at almost, I think I've missed two out of all of the years. So I've been in this business for a really long time, and I've been, I've done everything from concert promotion to running record labels to radio promotion, and then on to publicity. So I've I've got a pretty good 360 view. I can give advice on on just about every aspect of this business, even though now I, I'm a specifically a publicist. See, and that's incredible. So this is something I've been asking people all week at South By uh, in my interviews. And, you know, some of these people have been going to South By for six years, for 10 years. How have you seen South By Southwest change since you started coming here, I guess, at the very, very beginning? Well, I mean, <laughs> the very first South By had about, I would say, several hundred people. And maybe, I don't know, 
75 bands playing or something like that. It was all in a hotel. It was all in a Ramada, which, you know, the entire thing was in the Ramada. <laughs> there was no such thing as convention hall or, you know, all of these showcases all over town. It was all very, very concentrated. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It was so much less hectic back then. You could just actually run into people on the street, whereas now you're just in this sea of spring breakers and you may run into somebody that you need to talk to on the street, but you certainly can't count on it anymore. So in that way, it's changed a lot. I feel like for bands, it you know the opportunities have expanded. So it's changed a great deal and not necessarily in positive ways. But in everything that gets taken off the table, something new gets put on the table, I guess. You know, so you just have to kind of reimagine what you're going to get out of this every year. Um, It's, it's, for us old timers, it's, you know, oh my God, it's gotten too big. But if you're 25 and that's all you've ever seen of it, then, you know, you don't know what you missed. Do you know what I'm saying? So as it evolves, younger and younger people come, so they don't know what was here before. It's always this ever-changing, morphing, you know, gigantic elephant rolling along, you know. Well, you know, I teach at Columbia, and, you know, I talk to students that have gone one or two years, and for them, the model that exists right now is, like, the greatest thing ever. Uh, Me, myself, uh, this is my sixth year consecutively, and I feel like the maybe first or second, first and second years that I was here, you know, five, six years ago, I think I was catching the tail end of something, and now it's a different thing. And then even this year, it feels like a different thing. To me, it, it feels not as crazy and crowded as it was last year. Do you agree with that? Or Yeah, it's definitely um, scaled back a little bit from last year. I think there's uh, slightly less bands playing than in years past, but... I'm waiting to see basically Friday and Saturday night how that shakes down because last night was not is not the most representative night basically, um, but yeah I do think it's less hectic than last year. There's no Dorito stage looming over everything. Um, no giant vending machine. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Um, I don't know what to say about that except that you know the more corporate sponsors that come here, the more money pours into this the less affordable it gets for small bands. Yeah. Well, you know, you're here working with some Chicago talent and maybe even Chicago uh, talent that's not from Chicago, but I know um, Archie Powell on the Exports, uh, Noise FM. Um, you know, who are you down here representing or working with that, you know, we've heard of, that we know about? Um, well, that you would know about Archie Powell on the Exports and the Noise FM. Um, I also work for a record label here in Texas that y'all probably aren't as aware of that's got really, really fantastic bands, primarily from Texas. It's called Sostex Records. Working on a lot of stuff with them. They've got, you know, parties and showcases every day. Um, And, you know, basically the goal of most bands is to play as many times as they can here. Um, I think in some ways that's evolving a little bit to where people are trying to get a little more quality than quantity because it just gets hard to get your gear around to get from one place to the next. Um, so I think some bands are being a little more selective about what they're playing um, than in years past instead of just doing, you know, a 15-minute showcase way out on the east side and then 30 minutes on campus and that sort of thing. I think it's getting a little a little more cohesive for my guys. Archie Powell and the Exports have been playing down here for years now, and they love coming down. Every year something happens that we don't expect. On Tuesday night, they were here before I got into town, and um, Topo Chico, which is like 
the, the national drink of Texas. It's a Mexican mineral water. Everybody drinks it here. Those guys were tweeting at Archipel and the exports and tweeting photos out on their corporate account because they saw them play and thought it was awesome. You know what I mean? So even though things are crazy and even though there's, you know, too much going on, little magical things like that happen that you didn't expect. Yeah. And it makes it worthwhile, you know. Now, you know, you're, you've been based out of Chicago now for how many years? Well, I moved to Chicago part-time in 1996 and full-time in 2001. Okay. So right now, something that I'm hearing from a lot of people, and I'm really interested to get your take, is that it feels like a good time for music in Chicago right now feels like a good time for, you know, a, a lot of industries like tech and, and culture and a lot of a lot of the arts, you know, is that something you, you see or how do you view the Chicago kind of culture and music scene in 2015 right now? Oh, I think it's just blowing up. There's so many cool things going on in Chicago right now on every scene. You know, there's like, there's garage bands that are getting like, you know, incredible international acclaim. And then there's, you know, jazz artists and world artists. There's, uh, you know, graffiti artists. There's just, there's so much going on in Chicago right now that I think is super exciting. And the thing I love about the Chicago scene is that I just feel like it's really inclusive. You know, show you suck. You know, the hip hop artist, he is just the coolest kid in the world. He and the exports are buddies. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like all this cross pollination. It doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's like playing the same kind of music or doing the same kind of art, but everybody loves each other and supports each other. And I think it's cool as shit. I'm very excited about what's going on in Chicago right now. I think it's um, super vibrant, you know, and, and it's every scene. You know, there's all these different scenes going on and everybody's working hard. And, and I feel like there's like, you know, really, really prominent attention being given to each of them instead of it being like Seattle in the 90s where it's like, okay, all the grunge bands are getting all the attention. I feel like every little scene in Chicago is blowing up in its own way. Yeah, I mean, I would absolutely agree with that. And something that we saw this past year, Riot Fest, you brought up Show You Suck. Show You Suck was at Riot Fest this year. I know that that was personally, he was on Dynasty Podcasts at Riot Fest that day, and he said it was the best day of his life. And I know that that was an enormous goal for him. You're involved with Riot Fest. Uh, you do the publicity for them. What is it like working with Riot Fest, and, and what is it about that organization and that event that attracted you to working with them? Well, you know, I, I think that it's, sometimes when you say this, it comes off sounding rote, but it's really, really honestly and sincerely the truth. Everybody involved with Riot Fest is just crazy, crazy obsessed with music. And the thing about Riot Fest is when we sit down and have meetings about the festival, we don't just talk about money. We don't just talk about logistics. We sit down and we say, how can we make this more fun? It's already awesome. How can we make it more awesome? You know, because we really, really, really want fans to come and just be blown away and have the best days of their lives. And when I talk to people, I find out that they did. Show You Suck, an artist. Or I, you know, say, you know, Dan Ozzy from Noisy came down last year. We're walking around together, and he was just, like, exploding with happiness. He was like, this is the—you've been telling me this is the funnest festival in the world. It is the funnest festival in the world. You know, and, and it's so exciting for us when we get that feedback from artists or from media or just, you know, my next-door neighbor. She was like, I had never been before, and it was so great. I cannot tell you how much fun I had. I was beaming with delight when she told me that. You know, it means so much to us to, like, realize that vision of what we want it to be for people and find out that it really was what we wanted, you know? Yeah, and I mean... That's why I work with them. <laughs> no, absolutely. And you talk about it being, like, this really fun festival. To me, it's like... It has a Ferris wheel. You know, it's a carnival. 
nobody puts a carnival in the middle of their festival if they don't want people to have fun there, right? Right. I mean, we want it to be like a state fair, except with like the best music you can possibly imagine that appeals to people from like 14 to 70. You know, like I was, I've watched bands literally with teenagers on one side of me and senior citizens on the other. Everyone's having a blast. There's butter sculpture. There's a snowball fight. There's chainsaw sculpturists. <laughs> there's all kinds of ridiculous things going on everywhere. That's yeah. how we like it. You well, know. you know, I know you have a mentor session, so I'm not going to hold you too long. Um, but final question, what are you excited about coming up in 2015, whether it's a client you're working with, whether it's something you're doing on your end, something happening in the city? What has you excited about music and culture in Chicago and all that in 2015? God, there's not just one thing. I wish I could say one thing. But, you know, my company is expanding. Riot Fest is, is going to just blow people out of the water again this year. There's a lot of exciting stuff that we have planned that we haven't announced yet that I can't talk about yet. But I think Riot Fest is the thing I'm most excited about in 2015, if I had to say. Um, just because we have some music-related stuff that we're going to announce that's really kick-ass, and then we have some other stuff that's that's not what you would expect that we're going to announce, and I, I think the world is going to be as fired up as I am. Well, you know, I mean, you know that I love Riot Fest. You know, working on Q101, we had, we had Riot Mike on Local 101 since the beginning. It's something I've attended with the podcast for years now. And, and you know, you are somebody who, like I said, we've been emailing professionally for years. You've set me up on just dozens if not hundreds of interviews and you've always been so supportive so i'm really glad we got you on the mic heather west thank you so much for taking some time here at south by southwest oh it's really great to talk to you jamie awesome hi me yeah <laughs> awesome thanks